0: Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at encounterpgh.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Welcome everybody to the family service. For those who haven't been here before, you might wonder why in the world are we having the children in the church service with us cuz it's not going to be quiet. They're going to be rambunctious. What's going on? Well, one thing we do when there's a fifth Sunday of the month, we like to have the kids come into service with us because we are one church family. We aren't just the adults. We aren't just the kids over over on the side of the church. We are one church family, and because of that, we should worship together when we have the chance to do it. So today, I get to preach to you guys, and the kids get to listen, and so do you, and it's going to be so much fun. And what I do like to do when I start my messages over at EC Kids is I like to welcome everybody and say, welcome to EC Kids, and then everyone cheers. But today I'm going to say, welcome to Encounter Church, and then everyone gets to scream, yay, Encounter Church. You guys ready to do this? All right, ready? Welcome to Encounter Church. Yay. Thank you guys so much for... Uh, Doing that. Just a little heads up. I am sick. If I start coughing, I apologize. It might sound gross, but that's what's going to happen, and we're just going to live with it because you know Christmas is a time to get sick, isn't it? Who had a great Christmas? Who had a stressful Christmas? Who got sick on Christmas? Woo! Yeah. Well, I, when Jared asked me to preach this Sunday, I thought, okay, this is going to be fun. We don't really have a series going on, so it ended, and now I get to do this, and the series hasn't started yet, so I got to preach on whatever I want to preach on, and it seemed like it'd be fun, and then I got really nervous, and I thought, i like to have stories to preach from. i like to have series. i like to have like a little bit of boundaries, and not having them made me a little nervous, and so I was praying about it, and God really placed a message on my heart for us to start 2019 on. And it's called New Year, New You. And it's about resolutions versus reminders. Who starts off their year with some resolutions? Who fails by February or March? We're going to learn today what we should do instead of a resolution. And just a little disclaimer, New Year's resolutions are not bad things. I'm not saying that. I think it's good if you want to get healthy, if you want to read more, if you want to, like, Get your mind going. But I wanna set you guys up for success. I don't wanna set you up for failure in 2019. And to help us get it started back by popular demand, I am bringing back our EC theater group to the stage to act out a nice little skit for us. So our EC theater group, can you please come up? Give them a hand. If you were here for our family service that was outside, these guys put on a really wonderful skit about Abraham. And today they're going to put on a nice skit for us. And we have Mr. Resolution here. We're going to find out what Mr. Resolution's about and Mr. Reminder. So say hi, Mr. Reminder. Hello, everyone. Hi, Mr. Resolution. You can say hi. Hi. Everyone can say hi. Mr. Resolution wants 2019 to be different, so he looks at his life to see what is wrong. Hmm. my Insta real quick, see if I'm getting enough likes. Ooh, only three there. There's a lot of things wrong with me. I think I'm gaining too much weight or something. Mr. Reminder wants 2019 to be better too, but when he looks at his life, he sees that all all the things he has to is thankful. Wait. He sees all the things he is thankful to God for. I have a wonderful family. I have a good job and friends. What, could be, what, what else could I need? Mr. Resolution has been making lists, checking Craigslist for gym equipment, and worrying about whether he can make himself a better person in 2019. Mr. Reminder is focused on reminding himself that he is a child of God. He reminds himself that God loves him and has forgiven him. He might be looking for some gym equipment on, the, on Craigslist too, but he's not worried if he can be a better person in 2019 because he knows if he keeps following God, he will keep growing in that direction. Mr. Resolution wants to make changes in his life because he wants people to see him differently. He wants to be someone different, and he wants it to happen now. (laughs) Mr. Reminder wants to change too, but he is willing to let God work in him and sees that change as a lifelong process. Mr. Resolution wants to be different. I want to be different. (laughs) Mr. Reminder knows that growing closer to God will make him different. I know that growing closer to God will make me different. (laughs) Mr. Resolution probably won't have to change much by the time April rolls around, or probably won't have changed much by the time April rolls around. Mr. Reminder is focused on changing to be more like God every day. You know, I'm building some really good habits into my life that I think are really starting to help. Now, kids, who do you, or, and everybody, who do you think I'm going to say to be more like? Mr. Resolution or Mr. Reminder? That's right, Mr. Reminder. Let's give these guys a big hand. Sermon over. Just kidding. All right. Well, as we saw, Mr. Resolution is kind of like what we all are like at the beginning of or the beginning of the new year. Not specifically two thousand nineteen. We're worth looking at our lives, and we're going. What can be different? Well, I could lose some weight. I could read more. That would make me a more well-rounded person. I could maybe pray. More. I could maybe eat better, but by the time we make all these resolutions, what happens after a month or two months? It goes to, well, I really like cake. I think I'm going to eat it. Or I just don't have time to go to the gym. I just I don't have time to do that. I would rather do this. We seem to fail at them. How many of you make resolutions every year? and then you fail at them. New Year's resolutions, as I said, are not a bad thing. It's a good idea to try to be different and try to be the best version you can be. But oftentimes, New Year's resolutions are made because we feel like we want to be more like somebody else and we don't like who we are. And I have the definitions of resolution up here, coming up. A resolution is a promise that you make to yourself to start doing something good or to stop doing something bad on the first day of the year. But a reminder is something that helps you to remember. And that definition, does it say that you just do it at the beginning of the year? Or that it's just one thing that you do? It means something that helps someone remember. So we need to start thinking more as reminders and not resolutions. A lot of times we make resolutions based on how we label ourselves or how we let other people label us. We want to change our appearance because we've labeled ourselves as ugly or want to read more because we labeled ourselves as uneducated. Kids, you might not feel these labels that much yet, but as you get older, you're going to get peer pressured and have these people telling you that you're not good enough or you need to be better, and it makes you feel like you don't, you're not a good person, that you need to be better you need to be smarter you need to wear certain clothes you need to be this person that society wants you to be but that's not who we were created to be instead of making the resolutions at the beginning of the new year we should make reminders because God created us in his image God created you God created you he created you he created all of us And if we go back to Genesis and we look at when he started creating the world, after every single day, he said, it is it is good. He didn't say, that was okay. I guess I could change some things around. Or the next day, well, these animals are cool, but they could be better. He said, it is good. And he made each one of us. So what do you think he said when he made us? He didn't say, well, Riley, you're cool, but maybe you could be a little bit taller. No, he said, it is good. Or he didn't look at Jared and say, Jared, I made you, and you're making some mistakes, but it makes you a terrible person. No, he still looks at him and says, it is good. He looks at us and says, it is good. And it says in Psalms 139, verse 13 through 18. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I I was being formed in other seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God? They cannot be numbered. I, can e- I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. God created all of us from the very beginning. Every piece of you, He clearly wove together, like it says in this verse. He knows what's going to happen in your life already. And he looks at you and his thoughts about you are always good. And it says that there are more thoughts about us that we can't even number them. If you've been to the beach and you see all that sand, there is more than the grains of sand on the beach that he is thinking of us. And God doesn't think of anything as a bad thing. So if God has that many thoughts about us and none of them are negative... Couldn't we look at ourselves and remind ourselves to think one thought about ourselves positively? Because you are not a mistake. God does not make mistakes. And that's a hard lesson to learn. I, back in high school, got diagnosed with bipolar depression and social anxiety disorder. I know, right? And here I am standing here. But I used those labels to define myself for way too long. I stopped thinking about how God thought about me and I thought about how society thought about me. I let those just eat me up and I became Christina Wecker, or Christina Sucha such a then, with bipolar depression and social anxiety disorder. I would not do, I wouldn't do anything that was outside of that because that wasn't who I was. I was a depressed person who couldn't talk to anybody. And I decided to fill myself with other things back in the day and be like, you know what, I want to feel good, so I'm going to do this instead to make myself feel better. Or I'm going to, I can't talk in front of people. I'm, I'm, I have a social anxiety disorder. I can't do it. And so I would just hide. I wouldn't share the message God had given me to share. And it took me a while. It took me basically until I met Christian. Not that it has any coincidence, but it just, just worked out. Love you too, babe. But I started to realize that isn't who I was meant to be. God did not create me to be a depressed person, to have social anxiety disorder. He created me to be his child and do what he needed me to do. And so I started to turn against that stuff. I mean, it's still something I will deal with for the rest of my life, but I will not let it define me anymore because that is not who I am. I am God's child, And that's who you guys are. You might be dealing with stuff that you feel like that is who you are, but it's not. You are God's child. Kids, when you go to school and you have people telling you that, no, you don't belong here. You belong in this group. Or you like this, so that makes you this type of person. That's not who you are. You just need to look at yourselves as you are children of God, who he loves, who he has created, who he had made and said, it is good. Because that's how we should start the year. Not thinking about, I need to change myself. I'm not happy. So if I'm not happy, that means I need to change something on the outside. No, it means you need to dig deeper into your Bible. You need to grow that relationship with God. Because when he is with us, nobody else can be against us. It says in Romans 8.31, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is with us, who can ever be against us? And in Romans 8, 38, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Nothing can ever separate us from God's love. just, Just remember that. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. He doesn't care if you guys are overweight. He doesn't care if you haven't read that many books. All he cares about is your relationship with him. And when you are right with God and your heart is right with God, he can mold you into being the person that you are meant to be. I got my life finally right with God. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still have days. This week, I'll be honest with you guys, has been a real struggle for me. I let my depression take over. I let my anxiety take over because I was in a situation all week where it was just hard for me to focus. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to do this. There's no reason why I am standing on this stage today because I am not any better than anybody else in this audience. But God spoke to me and he said, Christina, stop. You are my child. I created you for this moment. I did not create you to be in doubt. I did not create you to be here depressed. I didn't create you to be afraid to speak. I gave you a story and you need to share it. And that's what I feel like. Somebody in this room needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear that you are enough. Don't let this world label you. Don't let this world tell you that you are not enough because you are God's child. Nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing. Just remember that. And the closer you get to God, the more he can mold you into the one he has created you to be. And you might go, how am I supposed to do that? It's simple. Just talk to him. I'm not even going to be like, do a Bible study, do all of this, because that's that stresses me out if I put something on it. Just talk to him. He's here to listen to you. If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling upset, kids, if you're scared, of something, or you're afraid, and you want your mommy or daddy, and they can't come to you, you have a father that will listen to you all the time up in heaven. All we need to do is talk to him. Let him come into your life. Let him be who he wants, he needs to be in your life. Then, of course, pick up your Bible. Just read it. Even if it's just a sentence here or there, God knows how to speak to you through the word. He knows what you need to hear at what times. I mean, he created this entire world. I think he can speak to us. You might not hear that direct voice, but you might feel the peace that you need to feel. So talk to him, read your Bible, and obviously come to church. Be around those fellow Christians that can build you up. God has put us all in this place for a reason. There's a reason why we're all sitting here right now today, and there's a reason why we are all sitting here the next week and all of the weeks after and the weeks before. We are here for each other to build each other up and to love on you. I'm here. I'm here to talk to anybody. I'm a very open book. I will tell you anything you want to know. I will help you any way I can because that is what God has created me to be, and he probably created you to be the same thing. You might not get up on stage and speak to somebody. You might not even talk to somebody at work about Jesus, but he has created you to be his child and to share his love with everyone else. So I just want you guys to know, start off the new year as a reminder. Remind yourself that you are a child of God. You are loved and you are good. You're not bad. You are good. He looked at you and said, you are good. And Riley, can you come up and close out? Riley's going to lead us in a prayer. Just end this little message part and then Aaron's gonna lead us in a song and end the service I just want all you guys know I love all of you I love every one of you and I want you to know that you are awesome and you are good Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you that we are all having a good day Please hope that everybody learned this message and that nobody should ever listen to Satan And please hope that everybody knows what christmas is really about and that and that everybody knows what we all know same and amen thanks for listening to this week's podcast if you call encounter church home or if you'd like to partner with us to support the work that god is doing here you can take advantage of our online giving option just go to encountergiving.com Also, stay up to date with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EncounterPGH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.